the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Josh Pick is the Chief Investment Advisor with Aptus Wealth Management, a state-registered investment advisory firm. This program is sponsored by Aptus Wealth Management. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell financial vehicles. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals to see if any ideas expressed would fit their specific situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Securities can fluctuate and when redeemed may be more or less than when originally invested. Welcome to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Show with Josh Pick. Every week, Josh will teach you ways to help manage, risk, and protect your retirement income in the new economy. The primary focus at Aptus Wealth is to provide flexible planning strategies that can efficiently achieve your long-term retirement goals. Well, I'm Diane Brennan. Hello, everyone. I'm the host. Welcome to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. Hi, Josh. Hi, Diane. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And for those just joining us for the first time, welcome. Want to tell you a little bit about Josh. He is too humble to say this, so I'm just going to uh, explain a little bit about him first. Uh, Josh has spent almost two decades helping those in or nearing retirement better understand and get ready. He's a well-known speaker and member of the Million Dollar Roundtable's highest honor, Top of the Table. And not only does Josh host educational seminars for the public, but he's frequently requested to speak to groups of financial professionals across the country and various universities about retirement planning, Social Security, and tax-efficient income distribution. Right now, Josh, the world, uh, I guess, is getting settled into its new normal, although we are in crazy times. We don't know what our new normal is yet. Times are uncertain. It's very volatile. Things are changing by the day. Everything we don't like when we're in or nearing retirement. So this coronavirus, Josh, has turned the world upside down. So let's talk about its continuing effect on the markets and how we can protect ourselves. You know, it's interesting. This is what our third show, Diane, what a different uh, economy we're in today versus three weeks ago, right? Yeah, daily. Um, This is changing. It's been a crazy time. And, and I don't know if you remember back the first show that we did, you asked me a question. And that question was, what's the most difficult thing that I encounter um, when I'm working with anybody in retirement planning? And I said, the most difficult thing sometimes is good times. Because, and I, I, I remember saying this quote, I said, uh, you know, Warren Buffett says, you don't know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. And uh, the tide has gone out. Uh, and I, I, don't like to say I told you so. Um, my wife reminds me that that's a terrible thing to say. But uh, a lot of people were over leveraged, and now we're dealing with uh, a much different economy, a scarier economy, a volatile economy, an economy that we haven't seen in a really long time. We're talking about swings of the market of 10% in a day. Uh, you know, you have a million dollars and you lost 100 grand in a day. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty crazy thing. And, and the short answer is, you know, these plans should have been put in place a long time ago. But that being said, we now have to plan moving forward. We can't look backwards. And we have to create 
a real plan. I think before we were invested for what's the best return we can get. And risk management was kind of this ancillary, uh, you know, who cares about it because the market keeps going up. So why do we care about, uh, you know, risk management? When in reality, that was the thing that we needed to be discussing a long time ago. Yeah, most people were worried that they weren't making enough. Their buddies were doing great and, and getting better returns than them, and they were wondering why they weren't getting as good returns. That has completely shifted. You're absolutely right. In risk management, we in my office, we talk a lot about upside capture and downside capture. And what that means in simple terms is when the market goes up, how much of it do we grab? So if it goes up 30 and we got 25, you know, that, that's a certain percentage upside capture. We use simple terms. If it goes up 10 and we get 80% of the upside capture, we only got eight. Well, in times where it keeps on doing that and you say, hey, you know, we did eight, we did, we did 12, we did, but the market's doing better than that. It's very difficult to uh, get clients to understand that that does not mean that we're not doing our job. Uh, I know that we're not doing as well as the overall market is right now. But remember, there's that other half of the of the coin or the other side of the coin that's the downside capture. And what we're seeing right now is people capturing 100% of the downside. Uh, when in reality, you know, what we uh, had been uh, ready for up to this point was limiting that downside capture. So if you can consistently capture, uh, you know, a significant percentage, but only capture on the downside, a, a much less percentage, uh, you end up doing as well or sometimes even better, but you don't have this same roller coaster ride that people are experiencing. And uh, that's the best way moving forward. It was the best way before, uh, and now I think we're being uh, reaffirmed of that. You know, we, it seems like every 10 years we need to get smacked on top of the head to remember it sometimes. You know, we had 01, 02, 08, and now here we are again. So it's all about asset preservation. And what are some vehicles that people can switch their their assets to, their retirement funds that it, that is a little bit more uh, protected than being in the market? Uh, well, there's a whole bunch of asset classes that you can utilize. You can utilize, you know, rather than just being in stocks, you could be in bonds, you could be in gold. We all hear about gold here as of late in particular. Um, there's things like fixed annuities, CDs, et cetera. Uh, all of them have their own set of challenges. And the reality is you should probably have a little bit of all of them. Um, but again, if you were 100% in the market and now you pull 100% back out of the market, when the market rallies, and this too shall pass, and the market will rally, uh, you have you've essentially accepted all of those losses. Now, do I think that we can limit further downside risk and stop kind of this train from going down the tracks or uh, the money from going down the drain? Of course. Um, can we put it in vehicles like... Um, like bonds, which you know are, are a safe haven, things like gold, things like cash, things like uh, fixed and fixed indexed annuities. Of course we can, and I think some of that should be done. But again, some of that should have been done before, and some of it should be done as the market rallies. Uh, and the hard part is going to be after the market rallies, and we're three years down the line, uh, that's the time to start pulling back some of the risk again. So it's, it's almost like as a, in general in investing, uh, we have – almost we do the opposite of what we should do. We all know that term buy, sell, uh, buy uh, low, sell high, but it seems like people sell low and, and buy high. And we need to, that's why an advisor is so important is sometimes just managing emotions so that we do the right thing. So in short, uh, you know, you asked me a question, uh, the highest yield safe stuff you can find is, is would be the best option for some of the money that you want to pull off the table. But putting ourselves in a position to take advantage of the bounce is also just as important. 
This is the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. I'm Diane Brennan. To schedule your complimentary customized planning session, give Josh a call at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. Josh, let's talk about fixed index annuities. What are they and how do they work? Because I know there's a lot of myths around those. So fixed index annuities. Uh, Essentially, there are and I'll, I'll cover a few different types of annuities just so everybody's on the same page. There are four different types of annuities in basic. There's an immediate annuity, which is much like a pension plan. As a matter of fact, most pensions will, in fact, go buy immediate annuities. Um, there are fixed annuities, which are much like CDs. They pay a fixed rate. Uh, there are variable annuities, which are very much like mutual funds wrapped with insurance, meaning they have certain guarantees attached to them, but they're very much uh, mutual funds by all, by all uh intents and purposes, I guess, they can go up, swing down. Fixed index annuity is a little bit different in that you do uh, allow yourself some upside participation in the market with no downside risk. So let's think about it in very simple terms. On an annual basis, market goes up 10%, and uh, by the market, let's just use for an example, that you had a fixed index annuity that was attached to the S&P 500. And then this particular fixed index annuity, it said that you get uh, 100% of the gains of the market up to 5%, let's say. If the market were to do 7% this year, you would get 5 because you get capped out at 5. But if the market does negative 10% this year, you get 0 for that year, and it locks in your gain or loss uh, of no losses. Actually, it's a matter of how much you're going to earn, so it would lock in the 5% or it would lock in a 0 for that year, and then we go on to next year and determine how much we're going to make. So it's much like, uh, you know, you're, if you look at your statement, you're either going to get a zero or a positive. You don't know how big the positive is going to be. You know you're not going to go backwards. And you just move on, so on and so forth. So what are you doing? You're capturing a certain percent, going back to what we talked about earlier, you're capturing a certain percent of the upside, but you're capturing, in this instance, zero percent of the downside. Um, there was some research out of uh, uh, the uh, RICP uh, designation, uh, they have a, a research center, and they do a, it's a retirement income certified professional designation, and they have this, uh, this research center as well. And what they determined was using fixed annuities and even immediate annuities enable you to minimize your risk while uh, achieving similar returns by being able to be in the market with other assets that you otherwise would not have taken risks on because you have solidarity of these fixed and indexed annuities. So something we use a lot in my practice um, they allow us to do certain things and achieve better desired results with limited risk. So uh, hopefully that wasn't too complicated, Diane. But the point is you get a certain percentage of how much it goes up and you get absolutely no percentage of how much it goes down. So if, you, if you're terrified but you don't want to pull completely out of the market, it is a very, very viable option to make sure that the downward slide does not affect you moving forward. Let's talk about the Aptus Retirement Blueprint process and the steps. Sure. Uh, it's a four-meeting process. We're very diligent about keeping it to four meetings. It's very important so that we don't miss anything. Uh, meeting number one, it's the get-to-know-you meeting. Uh, what do you want? What are your desires? What are your goals? How much do you need on, need to retire on? Uh, is there anything else that fits into that uh, the retirement uh, picture for you, retirement home, whatever it might be? And then what assets do you have to try and achieve those goals currently? What are your savings rates, et cetera? So we're really going to find out everything about you. Meeting number two, we're going to take that information and tell you what your picture looks like today. In other words, if you keep doing the exact same things that you're doing now, are you on track? What are some potential landmines that could hit you down the line? 
what level of risk are you taking, which certainly looks like an important part of the, the analysis today. But how much risk are you, are you taking to achieve the results, and do you have to? Then meeting number three is the blueprint. So knowing everything that we know about you, knowing where you are now, what does the plan look like? What changes do we need to make to achieve the results if you're not already on track? Do we need to limit risk? Do we need to increase risk, et cetera? And then by meeting four, that's where the rubber meets the road. No plan is worth anything if you don't actually implement it. So meeting four is implementing the plan. Um, and, you know, that's really we don't take on a client until meeting four. We want to make sure we're all on the same page, we're all headed in the same direction, and everybody knows what the common goal is. Excellent. So the Aptus Retirement Blueprint process has four steps. The meeting to discover what your client's needs are, what they're looking for. Meeting two is analysis. Meeting three is going over the blueprint. If that works for all parties, you move to meeting four, which is the implementation. If you're concerned about the market and you want to learn new strategies to manage retirement risks, give the office a call to learn more about the Aptus Retirement Blueprint today at 614 364 7300. There is no cost or obligation, but space does fill fast. So we'd encourage you to give the office a call. Again, that number is 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. We're coming up to a break here, but when we come back, we're going to tell you why you should care about the word fiduciary. This is the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. We'll be back with more at the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Show with Josh Pick at 98.9 The Answer. To create a successful retirement plan in today's economy, it takes a customized, solutions-based approach. At Aptus Wealth Management, founder Josh Pick calls it the Aptus Blueprint, and it's focused on managing risk instead of chasing returns. If you're working with another advisor or simply want a second opinion, put his team to work for you. To schedule a complimentary consultation to learn more about the Aptus Blueprint process, contact Josh at 614-364-7300 or visit aptuswealth.com. There is no cost or obligation, but space is limited. To start your plan, call 614-364-7300. Or visit aptuswealth.com. Thanks for listening to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. To schedule your complimentary customized planning session, give Josh a call at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. Welcome back to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. I'm Diane Brennan. We're now going to talk, Josh, about a fiduciary. Can you explain what that is and why it is so important to us as consumers? Uh, yeah, I think it's incredibly important. As a matter of fact, if anybody ever comes to me and they says, and they're a friend and they say they don't want to work necessarily with me, what is the first thing you should look for? and a financial professional or a financial advisor. And that's always, are they a fiduciary? And the reason being is a fiduciary has to act in your best interest. That's how we're governed. That's the, uh, everything we have to abide by is making sure that we act in your best interest. And that's not to um, say that there aren't other financial professionals uh, operating under a different guidelines that do a great job, but well-built fences make for great neighbors, I once heard. And, and uh, the fiduciary uh, guidelines require that you know you have somebody that's acting in your best interest. And what about compensation? Let's explain that so that can help 
people better understand how a fiduciary operates? Well, number one, the, the, the overwhelming word is transparency. So you can rest assured that anytime you work with somebody that's operating under the guidelines of a fiduciary, we, you will know 100% every fee you are being paid. Um, the benefit uh, of that is, well, one, you know exactly how you're being paid, but in my office, the only way that I'm ever going to make any more money is if your account grows. So we're both on the same side of the table. We're both trying to achieve the same objectives. And the other side of that coin is if your money loses money, I lose money. I don't make nearly as much money as I did before. So we are very much uh, congruent in our objectives. So if you're not a fiduciary, how are these people making money to better break down? Great question. There's a myriad of ways. Sometimes you don't really know. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the word commissions. And again, that does not mean that uh, people who get paid commissions are, uh, are bad people or that they're uh, necessarily doing anything wrong, but it does put you in a scenario where it could occur. Let me give an example. Let's say you're invested in mutual fund A, and in mutual fund A or investment vehicle A or whatever it might be, the, the uh, advisor or agent got paid a 5% uh, commission. That 5% is what they get paid, and that's the last time they're ever going to get paid on that pot of money potentially. And the only way that they can make more money off of your money is by investing you in some other investment product. So not to say that that change does not make sense. It may very well be in your best interest, but it may very well be not in your best interest, but in the best interest of the person trying to generate that commission for themselves. So particularly in these difficult times where there's no doubt that, uh, you know, there's potential out there with the everything that we talked about earlier going on where people may get a little bit more desperate for income. Um, I would not want to be in a scenario where somebody was uh, in a position where my uh, commission was vital to their uh, ability to, to thwart this storm. So it's just a bad uh, environment to be in. It's a bad relationship. So one of the first questions we should ask a potential investment advisor is, how are you compensated? For sure. And then anything else we should ask? Yeah, I think there should be a very clear set of guidelines on what that relationship looks like. Um, and every fiduciary has to have this. It's what happens if I want to leave? Uh, what happens if we're not in agreement? Uh, what are your responsibilities? What are my responsibilities as a client? And what expectations uh, or, or what should I expect? And, you know, commission-based brokers don't have that. Uh, whereas fiduciaries, it's very clear-cut. And you know... And it's very transparent, exactly what you can expect moving forward. And so what if someone does want to leave their current advisor? What is the process normally? Uh, it's very easy. Uh, essentially, you transfer your assets from one custodian to another. Another thing that I would always word a caution to everybody, uh, always have your assets held at a financial institution and or custodian, not directly with your financial advisor. If you look at all of these quote-unquote Ponzi schemes over time, they all, they all started the same way. And that was you invested your money with directly with their company, with no intermediary providing any sort of uh, barrier to them getting their hands on your money. But that being said, uh, let's say that you're with a broker with XYZ company. It's a matter of just filling out paperwork, and it's now over at the new company uh, for management. So it's, it's, a, it's a painless process. Can you call your broker and tell them that you're leaving? Of course. Do you have to? No. It's a, it's a very, very seamless, easy process. 
According to an article I just read this week about fiduciaries, it's not just compensation that people should be interested in when it comes to their financial advisor. Yeah, we touched on that a little bit. Um, it, it's it's the way that we're governed. Um, if you look at the, uh, and I'm going to oversimplify this, but the general governance of a broker versus a fiduciary, a broker has to do what is suitable for you. That's the terminology, suitability. Well, suitability is a pretty broad brush stroke. I mean, suitable, if you lived in Florida and you needed new tires on your car, they could sell you any tire that fit your car. It could be snow tires uh, because snow tires are the highest profit margin for said broker, right? As long as it's suitable, it fits your car. That doesn't mean it's in your best interest. It just means that it's suitable for your car. Uh, in the fiduciary world, you have to do what is in your best interest. So same scenario, obviously, snow tires in Florida are not in your best interest, uh, particularly when they cost 20% more than regular tires. So a fiduciary just simply would never be in a situation or never be uh, in a position to do that. They would have to research the tires, make sure that they're, low ex they're the lowest cost tires, that they fit your car best, that the reliability is strong, that they have all the things that you would want them to do or that you would do by looking up something like consumer reports in this instance. Fiduciaries have to handle all financial transactions in your best interest, period. If you're concerned about the market, if you'd like to learn new strategies to manage retirement risks, if you would like Aptus to take a look at currently what you're invested in, give the office a call to learn more about the Aptus Retirement Blueprint today at 614-364-7300. There's no cost or obligation. The number again is 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. Josh Pick, you, your phones must be going off the hook with the coronavirus and the markets tanking. What are you telling your clients? Uh, well, a lot of it's just uh, getting everybody on the same page as to where we are. Uh, one, uh, while this uh, is certainly unprecedented uh, ground, I mean, we've, we've never been in this position, at least in recent history uh, before, uh, so I understand that this might be different, but we can look back throughout history and see how these things occurred. So, in almost all instances, uh, the market has rebounded pretty handedly. So that, that one, just a historical perspective on this too shall pass is a, is a powerful thing. But don't you find people are like, but this one's different. This one's different of course, every always. time. It's always different. The other thing that I notice that's very interesting is when the market's going up, everybody talks in terms of percentages. And when the market's going down, everybody talks in terms of dollars. Right. Uh, you know, last year I was up 30%. This year I'm down $60,000. <laughs> it's, it's a different – when it goes down, it seems much more real than when it's going up, I suppose. And I'm not by any means uh, belittling that. I mean, I, I understand uh, my own accounts have, have suffered the same way that everybody else's have. But a, a lot of what uh, – and these are great conversations to have, and I'll, I'll just fill you in a couple conversations that I had today, is, is the mass hysteria of – uh, the just general media has gotten people thrown into a tailspin. And it's not always as bad as clients think it is when they call me. I had a conversation with a client today, and they called me in, in, a, in a, I wouldn't say a panic, but definitely in, in some serious uh, levels of concern. And the reality was the market at that point when we talked was down, let's just round and say roughly 30%, and they were down 8 now, I'm not saying that being down 8% is bad, but they just automatically assumed based upon what they were hearing in the market that they had lost half, or they were hearing in the media, that they had lost half their money. So it's important to have conversations with clients, and, and you're right, I've been having probably 100 conversations a day, uh, just talking to people, letting them know where we really are. 
because a lot of folks aren't where they think they are. Uh, uh, we've we've pulled back the reins uh, in the risk category. Uh, we'd start pulling back quite quite some time ago, so we were a little bit ahead of this thing, and it's not as bad as as most people are thinking. But communication at times like these are everything. The way that uh, I think you make your money is is guiding people through difficult times, not just getting a pat on the back during the good times. And I think it's not only media, but I think the social media has really ramped up the panic and the fear as well. When you're seeing pictures of empty shelves and everyone's thinking that they're not, they have to go to the store right now and clear that out. I mean, so social media really does a number with people uh, interpreting what they hear on the news and then kind of taking it in their own direction and their own spin really causes a lot of hysteria as well. I don't think I'm saying anything that, that everybody doesn't already know right now, but we're more connected uh, through social media and, and every other uh, you know, way to connect on the Internet than we ever have been in history. And that's a really good thing, but it's also a really bad thing. It's a bad thing in that uh, anybody can post anything, and if you hear it enough and the algorithms, and I'm not picking on, on social media outlets, but the algorithms, uh, everybody knows this too. If you, if you look up you know, why is the economy collapsing, the algorithm says, oh, this person wants to know more about the collapse of the economy, and then it just starts force-feeding you more more, you know, turmoil and detriment and how it's all bad, and then it just careens out of control. If all you're seeing every, uh, every second of the day is this is the next Armageddon, well, then uh, eventually you start believing this is the next Armageddon, but the facts are harder to find sometimes. And I have a friend who is nearing retirement, and, and he thinks the world is ending. And I said, this is a cyclical market. What goes down comes up. What's up comes down. He's like, but I don't have time. Do you find your clients are – I'm like, you're only in your 60s. Do you know what I mean? That's young. So I think people just go into this panic mode thinking that there's not enough time to make up these losses. Uh, I think you're right, but I think he brings up a good point, quite frankly, and, and that point is that um, when you're near or in retirement, the game changes quite a bit, and I don't know that he's necessarily articulating that perfectly, but I think that's what people are really saying is, I know up to this point that my job was just put my head down, work as hard as I can, make as much money as I possibly can, and then pick my head up at the golden years of retirement, retire, and then I, I'm good, when in reality, once you get close to retirement and or are in retirement, the ways that you manage money have to change. Um, and it doesn't mean that he, he should be panic-stricken and that he can't retire, but it certainly means that what he's been doing up to this point and it's been working for him probably will not work for him moving forward. Uh, you have to make some adjustments, and those adjustments, albeit subtle, can make a very dramatic difference. And we referenced the RICP uh, research study. Uh, that research studies very much, and there's been a, a numerous amount of research studies about you know, now that the baby boomers are reaching retirement age, what do we have to do to make sure that our income does not run out? We are now not a generation of pensions. We are a generation of 401ks. And how do we manage risk to provide an income for the rest of our lives? And really, the, over the last 10 years, that's a pretty new phenomenon. Uh, maybe the last 20 years. You know, not, as lo not that long ago, n right in the early 1990s, over 75% of people still had pensions. And that is gone, so that safety net is not there anymore. And I think, well, have your friend call me, but while I think that he's, he's, uh, he may be overreacting, he has some very valid concerns that need to be addressed. But they can be addressed. They just haven't had to been addressed uh, for the last 50 years like a lot of the other things have. But they can be.
I'm going to get my friend to call you and those listening to schedule your complimentary customized planning session. Give Josh Pick a call at 614-364-7300. Again, that number is 614-364-7300. What everyone wants to know, especially with these losses, how to generate income while you're retired. That's next on the Aptis Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. We'll be back with more at the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Show with Josh Pick at 98.9 The Answer. Thanks for listening to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. To schedule your complimentary customized planning session, give Josh a call at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. This is the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. I'm your host, Diane Brennan. This is a wide-open question, and lots of people want to generate income during retirement. They are thinking of it now as they're trying to make up for their losses. What, Josh, are your suggestions? That's a toughie. Let's talk about uh, all the challenges. Um, number one, interest rates are, uh, for all intents and purposes, in the toilet. Um, interest rates are, are incredibly low, so certainly going to the bank and getting a CD, paying you know one percent if you're lucky or one point five, isn't going to do it. Um, the answer for a long time, over about the last five years, we heard a lot about dividend-paying stocks, and while I think dividend-paying stocks are are great options. Uh, we've certainly found out that although value stocks sound safer, they can go up and down uh, with breakneck speed as well. Dividend stocks have not really provided much of a uh, cushion uh, on this drop. Um, the other one you brought up that, that is a good option, though, um, is the, the annuity route. Um, annuities provide consistent income. Some of them have inflation riders, uh, provide an income that both you and your spouse in many instances can outlive. Um, so that is a very good option to provide income. And I keep on referencing back to this study, but one of the studies uh, through the RACP uh, branch over there was that uh, laddering out annuities is a tremendous way to provide income while allowing your more volatile assets to grow. Let me give an example. And let's say we have $500,000 we're trying to generate income. Well, we determine how much income we're trying to generate and we provide that with annuities over a period of 10 to 15 years. And then those annuities may or may not run out depending upon how we ladder them, but it allows us to take the rest of the money and put it into the market that we may not have been comfortable doing uh, before. But that allows us a really long time frame to leave that money alone in the market so the volatility does not affect our income stream. That lowers our overall risk and provides us with more money in the market to earn more than we may have been comfortable doing with before, knowing that we have this guaranteed income stream for a long period of time. Now, that's a very simplistic way. You know, back uh, when I started the business 20 years ago, they called that uh, a laddering annuities, or they called it a split annuity was one of the concepts. And it's funny how, you know, we've been doing this type of concept for 20 years, but in times of good market conditions, nobody wants to talk about it because it's, it's not cool. It, it's, it's boring. You know, well, we want to talk about the Teslas of the world, right? Yeah. But, and they want to take advantage of the bull market. So they're worried about losing on that rather than keeping, you know, income growth rather than asset preservation. Which both are critically important. You need both elements of your portfolio. You need balance. You need the growth element, but you need the guaranteed preserve preservation of assets and income generating elements as well 
So I know that was kind of a long-winded answer to a simple question, but you know, how do we generate income? Well, I say simple question. It's not a simple question. Uh, there are ways to do it, but we have to go down the safe path to do it. And part of figuring out what people need is for people, for going through the Aptis Retirement Blueprint process to figure out what exactly um, they're looking for. Everybody is different. I have clients that have literally zero dollars in the market because they are just not comfortable with it and they don't have to have it to achieve their desired results. That's a great place to be. I don't have to take any risk to retire on the level of income that I want. Uh, one of the things of doing the blueprint is they didn't realize that they didn't have to take the risk if they didn't want to. They just assumed they had to, when in reality they didn't. Uh, other people want to go, uh, you know, want to be super risky. And part of the blueprint is tearing them back a little bit or maybe tearing the, the less risky up. But everybody is different. And the point of it is, uh, the point of the blueprint and the process is determining what you need to do for your situation to achieve the desired results. And what are you willing to uh, take in the way of risk? If you don't have to, you might not take it. If you're concerned about the market, if you'd like to learn new strategies to manage retirement risks, give the office a call at 614-364-7300. There's no cost or obligation, but give them a call at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. Josh, when you're sitting down with people to go through uh, the retirement blueprint process, and we're going to go through each step, do you find that people think that they're, uh, you know, aggressive when it comes to risk or aggressive when it comes to gains. But then when something like this happens with the coronavirus, everybody really realized what, how much risk that they can really tolerate. Do, do, do you find people change from the time you first have a meeting with them to let's say there's a couple of bounces in, in the market later on? Uh, for sure. And I think it, part of my job is determining, uh, and this is just, you know, 20, 20 years of experience, but determining who they really are, uh, not who they maybe even think they are. And it's asking the right questions and then getting the answers to those right questions that determine where they should be. Uh, when the market's going up, you know, breakneck speed all the way to the top, uh, everybody is willing to take risk. Uh, but they, they, they say that they're willing to take risk because they, they want the reward. But on the flip side, when it goes down, uh, nobody's willing to take that risk. Uh, and this has been covered in study after study where the market's doing 10% and the average investor's only making, you know, low single digits. It's because they buy high and sell low. So my job is to control that emotion and get people in a category that they can actually handle. Let's go through the different steps of the Aptis Retirement Blueprint process. Financial planning sure. done correctly uh, takes a logical process of discovery, analysis, and design. Aptis does dedicate the time to understand you, and their most important rule is that you thoroughly understand the plan for your future as well. So meeting one is discovery. Correct. And this is, in its simplest form, what are you trying to accomplish by speaking with me? And everybody's answer is different. Uh, a lot of times I get, I don't know the right questions to ask. Well, what are you trying to do? Uh, well, I want to retire. What's, what's holding you back? Um, usually that'll start the conversation quickly. Um, but what, what would the ideal scenario be for you? And, of course, the initial answer is, well, I want $5 million a month and a, you know, 17 houses. But, uh, of course, let's bring it back down to reality. I mean, what... What would you like to accomplish? And, and part of that is just literally determining how much you would need per month to even retire. What's the easiest way to determine that budget? Uh, how realistic is that budget? 
what are some changes that you foresee coming down the pipe uh, as you retire? You know, maybe your house is going to be paid off in two years. So just kind of getting a feel for uh, everybody's scenario, the nuts and bolts of it and what you're trying to accomplish. And then also, uh, what do you have to accomplish those goals? Meaning, what are your assets? Uh, do you expect any uh, inheritances? Do you have a deferred comp plan beyond your 401k, et cetera, et cetera. It's just figuring out what you want to achieve and what you have to achieve it with currently. Then we go to the analysis. Correct. Uh, the analysis is showing you where you are now. Uh, so if you keep doing what you're doing, this is what all of your goals uh, viability looks like. So you're saving 100 bucks a month. You have X amount of dollars. You want to retire on X amount of dollars. Can you do that? And then, and this is the big one. Uh, we spend a lot of time on how much risk are you taking now and what can you expect with that level of risk. Expectations are everything. And we'll get more about, uh, I think you said right before we started into this, our number one uh, rule is you have to understand what we're doing. Expectations and understanding are everything. Most of my clients right now, although we didn't anticipate the coronavirus, of course, they also understand what's happening and they understand where we are and they understand the parts of their plan that are protecting them from where we are right now and why they don't have to panic. Uh, so figuring out where are the risks and the potholes and the even maybe landmines in your current plan and what could go sideways on you? What would be, what could happen that could make your plan completely catastrophically fall apart? And let's just look into where those shortcomings are and determine where you'd like to be once you know what choices you have. And then that takes us to the blueprint, right? That is meeting three. So the first meeting is discovery. Uh, what you just described was the analysis, meeting two, and then the blueprint is meeting three. Yeah, and the blueprint is now let's fix all of the problems. Let's come up with a plan that is uh, as ironclad as a plan could possibly be that is specifically designed to achieve everything that you want to achieve. Let's limit the amount of risks associated or the amount of landmines that we can encounter. And if we do encounter them, have a plan to address them. Uh, is our spouses covered if something happens? All of these, uh, you know, things that could potentially happen in your life that you didn't see. Let's make sure they're addressed and make sure that you can achieve the desired results that you want and what you might need to do to get there. Um, you know, maybe you don't need to be saving as much as you are currently, or maybe you need to be saving more. And how should we, where and how should we save that? And let's make the adjustments and this is what we should do moving forward. How soon, at what age, should people come talk to you? Well, I think, you know, education is everything in life in general. I think, you know, the sooner you get a financial education, the better. But certainly within five to ten years of retirement, you should be taking a very serious look. And we're seeing that right now. I mean, we're, we're reaching this point of if you didn't have your ducks in a row, uh, these last uh, few weeks have been terrifying for you if you're looking at retirement in the next couple of years or the next couple of months, even worse. Uh, but I would say that, you know, the bulk of clients should definitely start looking to a professional and getting a financial education within the last five to 10 years of their working lives. There is meeting number four with the Aptis Retirement Blueprint process, and that is implementing the blueprint. This is where we find out if we're a good fit. <clears throat> In other words, uh, we've now shown you how we work as a, as a company. Uh, we've shown you uh, our process. We've gotten to know one another over the last three meetings. And we get to decide if this is a good fit moving forward for them and us. And at that point, if it is, 
Uh, it's the paperwork party. You know, unfortunately, it's a necessary eve of our business. We have to get uh, the wheels in motion. So that is the finite details of how do we transition the money, where are we transferring it from, all the all the minutia, if you will. But that's when we 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 really finalize the relationship and hopefully a relationship that'll go on for a really long time. And that's, I was just going to say, that's not where the meetings stop. That's just the blueprint process. You, of course, constantly keep in touch with your clients, uh, especially in times like this where there's so much uncertainty and, and everyone's got questions about how they're doing. This is the Aptis Retirement Blueprint Radio Show with Josh Pick. I'm Diane Brennan. To schedule your complimentary customized planning session, give Josh a call at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. When we come back after the break, find out if it's time for you to get long-term care insurance. To create a successful retirement plan in today's economy, it takes a customized, solutions-based approach. At Aptis Wealth Management, founder Josh Pick calls it the Aptis Blueprint, and it's focused on managing risk instead of chasing returns. If you're working with another advisor or simply want a second opinion, put his team to work for you. To schedule a complimentary consultation to learn more about the Aptis Blueprint process, contact Josh at 614-364-7300 or visit aptiswealth.com. There is no cost or obligation, but space is limited. To start your plan, call 614-364-7300. 7300 or visit aptiswealth.com. You're listening to Josh Pick in the Aptis Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. I'm Diane Brennan. Josh wanted to talk to you about long-term care insurance. Let's break it down for people. When is a good time uh, for listeners to even consider something like that? Well, you know, it's like with all insurance. You always want it when uh, when you need it, right? But the conversation needs to start before that. Um, I would say when you are... Uh, nearing or in retirement, particularly in retirement, it's a conversation that needs to be had. It does not mean that you necessarily need to start uh, taking particular steps uh, at that point, but it's a conversation that needs to be had because everybody's situation is different. Um, But nobody wants to talk about long-term care. It's probably the most difficult thing uh, that, or I wouldn't say the most difficult thing that I have to deal with, but it's the most difficult discussion for many. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about if they don't get it, that conversation, what happens? That's a terrible conversation yeah. uh, because if you do, in fact, need long-term, uh, long-term care, which the stats are pretty staggering. I, I've seen many different stats on this, but it looks like the most consensus is between one and two and one in three people are going to need it at some point in their lives. And the average stay is uh, about 18 months. Uh, so the problem with that average stay being 18 months is it's an inverted bell curve, meaning that you're going to stay for a very short period of time or you're going to stay for a very long period of time. And while most people can handle the very short period of time financially, the long period of time is terrifying, uh, particularly if there's a spouse that is not in a long-term care facility. And we all know the stories, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, these are the biggest uh, sectors of the long-term care growth right now. And I have you know family members that have had uh, these ailments and been in long-term care facilities for the better part of a decade, that can have a very significant financial impact on your family, not just your spouse, but your family in general. So you need to have a plan, and uh, there is some logical planning that can be done. And let's talk about the cost. I don't think a lot of people are aware of exactly what, how much this costs per year. It's a lot. Um, you know, I, I know in, in Ohio, for example, the stat that I see is six to $7,000 a month. Uh, in long-term care. And if you live in other parts of the country, uh, it can be significantly higher than that. Uh, That is a huge chunk of money for the average American. And so how does the long-term care insurance work? 
Well, there's many different types. Um, and, you know, the, the, the common type that people are aware of is I buy an insurance policy in the event that I go to a long-term care facility, this insurance policy will pay for a period of time. You can get a policy that will pay for three years at a certain dollar amount or five years or for the rest of your life. And usually, for whatever reason, those dollar amounts are set in a per-day amount. So this policy will pay $100 per day for up to three years. Uh, some of them will pay out for a lifetime, but those are getting more and more difficult to find because insurers are really struggling with the staggering acceleration of costs of long-term care. And that's the big challenge is not only I throw out numbers like six or $7,000 a day, but that is going, out, going up at an alarming rate. Um, so there are other options as well. Uh, for long-term care insurance, and that is hybrid life insurance long-term care policies. And I think this addresses some of the problems with traditional long-term care, and I'm not picking on traditional long-term care, but here's what I hear all the time, and these are all true. I pay for long-term care insurance. If I don't use it, I just paid all this money for nothing, kind of like auto insurance, and people don't want to pay for nothing, something they might not use, because I just told you one and two, one and three, uh, go into a nursing facility. So that means there's a 50% chance that I'm not going to use what I've been paying for for my entire life, which doesn't sit well with most people. The other thing that uh, long-term care insurance has a problem with is increasing premiums, meaning I'm paying you know $2,000 a year today, and five years from now I'm paying three or $4,000 a year, and maybe that's just not financially feasible. So now not only may I not use this insurance, but I might have to give it up before I even end up getting to a position where I could use the insurance because it just becomes economically unfeasible. So there's a solution. It's a life insurance hybrid that solves some of these problems. And the way that it works is uh, if you don't use it and you die with the policy, it pays a death benefit to your beneficiaries. So you passed on the money that you essentially paid for the policy. If you do end up needing it, then you obviously get this long-term care benefit. And the third is your premiums are locked. So your premiums will not go up in cost every single year. And lastly, you can actually determine how long you pay those premiums. So I hear very often, okay, I want this long-term care insurance, but I don't want to pay for longer than 10 years, and then I want to be done with it because I don't want it to be financially uh, a consideration when I get up there in years. So I just want to be done with it. I'll knock it out now. That is an option with these hybrid policies, which it's, uh, as best as I know, it's no longer an option with traditional uh, long-term care. So there are a couple of different options, and the other one, it gets into legal work, so we'll leave that one to the lawyers. But there are a couple options from an insurance perspective. So the hybrid life insurance, so you could, let's say, start paying, could you start paying earlier than, uh, let's say, if you're 40 years old and start paying into it till you're 50? Do you have that option, or is there something? Great question. The earlier, the better. Um, obviously, your cost of this insurance when you're 40 is a whole lot less than the cost of it when you're 70. So the earlier you start planning, the better. Um, there's also, you know, when you're younger, there's some, uh, there's still some group policies out there through work that you might want to take a look at. But the, the key is with all financial planning is knowledge is power. And, and that knowledge that you need to acquire is what is my best choice. And my job is to help you determine what your best choice is. So we're not going to leave any uh, stone unturned and we're going to find out what the best option for you is and when you should exercise that option. If you have any questions about this long-term care insurance, give the office a call to learn more. The number is 614-364-7300, 614-364-7300. Do you find, Josh, that most of your clients don't consider this, or do you find people are definitely aware just something they want to put off so they don't even bring it up? I would say they either don't bring it up or it is by far the last consideration. 
which I think it being your last consideration isn't completely illogical, but it needs to be a consideration, right? I mean, the most important thing that we need to address is if I'm going to retire, do I have enough income to live on uh, in retirement up front? And does my uh, spouse have enough income to live on if something were to happen to me? Obviously, the paramount number, uh, question number one and two. But then we kind of just trail off at the end. And I see this uh, very commonly with, with people that come to me from other financial professionals. It's just simply not addressed. And what I find is that it could be absolutely catastrophic. People are in positions where if one spouse goes into a long-term care facility, the other spouse is literally going to be living on uh, a mere fraction of what they were used to living on and what they need to live on. So it needs to be addressed. Other people are in great, great shape uh, and they don't need to do too much, but you need to determine where you're at and people don't want to talk about it. Uh, I've had people flat out tell me they just won't discuss it. Would they rather have that conversation or the conversation with their spouse in the budget when they retire? Which one's easier? <laughs> <laughs> I would think it would be the latter, but uh, you know, everybody's different, I suppose. And so both spouses, is this something you can do as a couple or everyone has to have their individual policy? Great question. There are some bundled policies. Uh, so uh, not all companies are created equal and not all companies will allow this, but you can do a joint contract. So you can cover both spouses under one policy, but that is not available everywhere. Um, so you need to pick your pick your insurer carefully for a lot of reasons. One, uh, what are the options that they have available Two, what's the cost? And three, uh, you know, is it a strong carrier? Um, you'll see people or you'll see entities coming in and out of the market that maybe don't have the financial wherewithal to even maybe offer the guarantees that they're off, you know, to, to back the guarantees that they're offering. So part of my job is making sure that we pick the right companies as well as the right product for what you're looking to do. And so I just wanted to go over again uh, the hybrid life insurance, the pros. So you sure. can, you can, if you do not use it, you can give it to your beneficiaries. Yes. Absolutely. You can take the money out if you don't need it. Correct. And then you can also use it. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and think of it this way. Let's say you take $100,000 and it's currently sitting, it's sitting in a checking account earning you nothing, but it, it offers you some level of security knowing that you have this cash. You take it from your left pocket, your right, you put it in your right pocket. Now, when it was in your left pocket, it was earning nothing. It was providing you nothing other than financial uh, security of knowing you have this cash available should you need it. You put it in the right pocket. You still have access to the $100,000 in cash. Uh, if you end up needing long-term care, it provides a multiple of the $100,000. Let's say it provides two or 300000 or maybe even $500,000 of the long-term care insurance. In the event that you die with it, rather than having $100,000 go to your beneficiaries, maybe it pays one hundred fifty or $250,000 to your beneficiaries. All you're doing is better utilizing a debt asset in that scenario. And there's other ways that you can construct a plan. You don't have to do it, you know, literally in one chunk. You can make payments along the way uh, ongoing. But that's really what you're doing. You're taking an asset and, and, and essentially putting it on steroids. What uh, part of the Aptus Retirement Blueprint process, which, which part do you discuss, the, the long-term care insurance? That's a great question. Um, so we, we start the conversation in the, in, in the first appointment. In other words... Is this a concern of yours? Obviously, we're going to know if you have a long-term care insurance policy because we asked about it. Um, we're going to find out, do you know if you have one available at work uh, currently? Um, very few companies do, but the companies that do, uh, some of a couple of companies in Columbus have great ones. Um, so we'll talk about that. But then when we get to the blueprint section of it, 
that's where we address all the potential potholes that you could you could have in your retirement uh, life. So we talk about it uh, at length there. Sometimes it's just a matter of it's something we need to address, and we don't have enough time today to address it, but we'll address it in meeting four or meeting five or you know, we meet with our clients at least every six months. So we have plenty of plenty of opportunities to address it, but we will certainly address it. All right. The Aptis Retirement Blueprint process we're going to go over. It consists of four meetings. Meeting number one is the discovery about getting to know the client. Meeting number two is the analysis. Meeting three is the blueprint. And meeting four is the implementation. So at meeting four, Josh, do you ever find that the client and you, you get into the implementation phase and, and you're looking at this like this relationship may not be a good fit? Does that ever happen to you? It does, rarely, but it does. And what would be some instances where that would that occur? One, just completely different communication styles, right? I mean, we, we encounter that all the time when we meet people. Uh, you know, maybe you just don't click. And that's important. We're talking about a very, very long-term relationship. Uh, if you retire at 65, uh, hopefully this relationship is another 30 years, right? So if we're not going to uh, communicate well and you cannot, uh, either I cannot uh, satisfy your expectations or maybe I believe that some of those expectations are a little unreasonable, it, it's best for both of us to part ways. Um, I'll certainly help them find another advisor that may be a better fit, but the best thing I can do in that instance is, is uh, take a step back. Because it's really important to have that communication. And I couldn't see you not communicating well because you're a great communicator. But I've met with financial advisors who are just talking inside baseball way over my head. And, you know, people get intimidated. And if they can't understand this is their money, that's really important uh, with the financial advisor to have that communication. Well, if you recall right at the beginning of this, you said, you know, one of the most important things that we have is you must understand what we're doing moving forward. Well, if that communication isn't there where you don't clearly, I don't believe you clearly understand what we're doing moving forward, uh, we've broken that rule. So we have to we have to step aside. We're nearing the end of the show. Any advice in these uncertain times for, for everyone that are concerned about the coronavirus, they're concerned about nearing retirement? Well, one, cool heads will prevail. Uh, patience is uh, historically always rewarded. But planning and due diligence is critical uh, before this time, after this time, and during this time. So I think more importantly uh, now than ever uh, in our recent uh, last 10 years, let's say, is getting with a financial advisor or a financial professional, particularly a fiduciary, uh, that can offer guidance, can offer perspective, and offer a solution to make sure that uh, your goals are not thwarted, that you're still on track. Uh, so again, stay calm. But and- and quit, hoarding, and quit hoarding <laughs> toilet paper, people, please. Uh, I went to the grocery store today. There's, there's, there's nothing. The whole aisle is empty. It's crazy. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Show with Josh Pick. I'm Diane Brennan. To learn strategies to manage risk in the new economy and to schedule your complimentary customized planning session, give Josh a call at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Diane. Always a pleasure. You've been listening to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show with host Josh Pick. Josh helps guide his clients through retirement by managing risk instead of chasing returns. He calls it a blueprint, and you can get started at no cost or obligation. Give the team at Aptus Wealth a call today to schedule your consultation at 614-364-7300. That's 614-364-7300. 
364-7300 or online at aptuswealth.com. That's A-P-T-U-S wealth.com. To learn strategies to manage risk in the new economy, join us again next weekend right here at 98.9 The Answer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company.